You've got one wild life, and I bet you have some big goals. So after you set the goal, what if it doesn't happen the way you want it to? How do you stay motivated to keep going? Today I want to talk about just three things that I've noticed can affect motivation towards goals. These are all things that I've personally experienced in setting goals for my business, workouts, and other parts of my life. So listen for which one stands out to you the most right now, and I'll give you my perspective in hopes that you'll hear something that you may not have considered yet. And if you happen to be listening to this in the new year, hello, January 2020, or if you're listening to this at another time, it definitely still applies, but you may be setting goals for the new year or a new month. And just because you feel inspired by a new direction and uh, a new season, that can be amazing. But I just want you to know that no matter what time of year, time of life you're in, the truth is that staying motivated for the long haul and working on marathon goals, so to speak, takes endurance and showing up again and again. So let's dive in. The first thing that I want to talk about that often affects our motivation towards a goal is a condition known as comparisonitis, often brought on by the social media scroll and mindlessly consuming other people's posts about their amazing life, travel, family, business, accomplishments, etc. So yeah, comparison. Social media is great for this, isn't it? The thing is, we don't see the whole picture and all the miles they've put in, so to speak. And I know that you know that, and I know that, but sometimes we still compare our start line to someone else's finish line, or our mile one to their mile 20. So know that when you see someone else and compare yourself, you actually are, in a way, seeing yourself in them. You're seeing what you admire. You're seeing what you are aspiring to. So if you looked at it in that way, admiring someone else's success, it's kind of like saying, thanks for showing me an example. I love seeing what's possible. And that just might be the perspective shift that you need to get out of the negative slump that might come with comparison. Because truthfully, when you see someone else succeed, especially someone you identify with, who you're more apt to um, see yourself in, you actually are more likely to believe that you can achieve it too. So it is really important and can be really valuable to see someone else who, again, you identify with, you relate to, seeing them achieve something because that can build your own belief. But in that, notice your self-talk. Notice your self-talk when you scroll. Because something else that might be really practical for you is to unfollow someone that is just really triggering for you right now. Maybe it's just best for you to unfollow, log out, or just even tap out of social media altogether for a certain period of time. I know I've done it. And at times, I think that might be the way to reset and reflect back on your own goals and on your own path. So get clarity on your own goals if you are going to do that with this break from watching what everyone else is doing. You might get better clarity when you're not watching everyone else and what they're doing and asking yourself, what do I really want? Why do I want that? And taking those questions for a walk or journaling with them, do what helps you. But when you're not looking out at everyone else, sometimes you realize that you don't actually want those same things 
and you want something entirely different and that's okay. And instead of comparing yourself along the way, you are becoming more in line with what you actually want. The second thing that may affect your motivation with goals are distractions. So first, I think it's so important to know what our distractions are and then manage them. So it could be, for example, your with your workouts. Maybe your uh, schedule is changing with the season or you know that coming up it's going to be changing. So in that case, new commitments in your schedule could be a distraction. So you can plan for that change instead of letting it change what you do. And when it comes to your schedule being a distraction, it could be that you're not blocking time for the workout or goal. So other things are hopping right into its place. And that happens so often. I mean, how many times do you have in your mind that you want to do something and you keep saying to yourself or putting it on a goal sheet that you want to do it, but then it's not making its way onto your calendar. Be honest. If you want it to happen, it needs to be planned all the way through, all the way to the time you're going to block out for that because it's a priority. Distractions can also come from not having a specific training plan when we're talking about workouts. It's one thing to put it on the calendar, but what are you actually going to do? So if you see it there and then you don't have a real clear plan on what you're gonna do during that time, then again, it brings up a lot of potential distraction and ease to kind of get yourself out of it. So what makes sense for you right now based on your goal? What, what kind of workout would make sense? The more clear you can make it, the better. And on a side note, that doesn't mean you won't adjust. I am so big on having a plan but not falling in love with the plan. We have to adjust based on our personal needs that day, based on what season we're in, based on how our body's feeling. So you could sink into distractions if your goal is not specifically written down in a training plan or if you don't have it in your schedule, but you can also sink into distraction if you actually follow through with it, but it's not challenging enough. There's this idea with flow that if you are doing something that is not challenging enough, you get bored. And if you're doing something that's too challenging, then you're not going to stick with it because you feel discouraged, basically. So there has to be somewhere in the middle that we find ourselves where it's just challenging enough, but it's not so challenging that we don't feel like we're moving forward or accomplishing anything, or we don't feel that positive feedback as far as what we're doing. So remember that they need to be challenging enough for you, but whatever that looks like is very specific to you. And wherever you start, upping that challenge as you go and as you get better is also really important. Finally, energy levels can affect your motivation. Your overall state of well-being, how you are doing with your health. And when this happens, it's really important to ask yourself, you know, if it's energy related, why that might be. Are you sleeping enough? Have you had higher levels of emotional stress in your life lately? What part of your monthly cycle are you in? What's going on in the astrological weather and in the cosmos? I mean, all these things can affect how we feel and our overall energy levels. And what I have found is that sometimes we just need to do something to change our state and shift our energy. After reflecting on some of those other things that might be 
a goal that we can work on, you know, like sleep, for example, making sure we are getting enough of it. Maybe it's a goal of getting to bed a little earlier, or if it's higher levels of emotional stress, maybe it's thinking of ways that we can manage that and maybe not eliminate it, uh, if that's not possible, but how to manage it better. But when it comes to working on something like just changing your state and shifting your energy in a moment or on a specific day, when really you can't point to any one thing that might be affecting how you're feeling or you are working on it, but you're still having those days where you feel kind of low energy or in a slump. Some ways that I like to shake things up, as I call it, is to move my body, even if I'm not feeling like it. Oftentimes it's making sure I'm really gentle with myself and that I'm easing into it and doing something that just feels really good. And oftentimes it's also trying something new, trying a new workout, something completely different than what I've been doing, or even just going to a new place to work out, whether that be a studio or whether it be a new trail. So try changing something about your workout to change your state, shift your energy. And the other thing that helps is to give yourself a break or a day off sometimes. So kind of on the flip side of that, instead of moving your body, maybe it's that you just need a break altogether. You need to do something that is not related to a workout or maybe something that you wouldn't consider a workout, but it still is moving your body and getting your heart rate going. I think it's important when we're talking about energy and shifting it and changing things that physically moving is really important for that a lot of times. But when I think of physical movement, you know, sometimes that could be laying on the floor on your back and breathing. <laughs> if you think of that as movement in a sense, I mean, your respiration is moving, right? You're moving that breath in and out of your body without even having to try. And that sometimes is the best kind of movement. Movement can look a lot of different ways. The other thing that I know helps change my state and shift my energy is to listen to music. And oftentimes this goes hand in hand with moving my body to that music. It is so powerful and you can create a certain playlist that you know is really going to just send all of the energy into your body and allow you to feel different as you're doing it. I also stimulate my senses or change my state with essential oils. Our sense of smell is directly linked to the limbic system, which is what influences our mood states and even our memory and emotional states. So whether it's a relaxing oil, whether it's something that smells earthy and grounding, whether it's a mint or a citrus, which have more energizing and uplifting properties, those are really simple tools, which is why I love them so much to be able to literally pull out of your pocket and use at any time of day. And that's why I have them with me in my purse, in my car, in my bag that I take with me, at my desk, by my bedside, in my bathroom. They're literally everywhere. If you haven't heard me talk about essential oils before and you want to explore more, check the link in the show notes. And you can also go to jennyholbert.com forward slash oils for more information about these powerful tools. And speaking of the show notes, I want you to know that there are some bonuses there for you. So you can find those at jennyholbert.com forward slash 71. And one of those bonuses is a free training journal download to help you get on track with 
charting your workouts, which is so simple and so important for what we're speaking about here, because if you want to manage your energy better for your workouts and life goals, and you want to align with your inner cycle so you get the most out of times of peak energy and times of rest, then it's really important to chart your workout. And I'm sharing my journal template with you so that you can start doing that as well. And also in the show notes, you'll find a link to the Winter Wild and Well bonus workshop that's available for members of the wild. And there's a winter yin meditation that goes along with it too. So if you want to learn how to embrace both nature's winter season and your inner winter of your menstrual cycle, this is for you, depending on where you're at in the uh, world and what season you're experiencing right now, this might directly apply to this time of year and it might just help you to thrive instead of just survive through it. So you can get it all at jennyholbert.com forward slash 71. Did you know you can become a member of the wild? You'll get members only masterclasses, podcast episodes, and bonus resources, plus some other surprises coming very soon. Just go to jennyholbert.com forward slash wild members to find out more. And before you go, my friend, make sure you subscribe to the wild wellness podcast. If you don't want to miss any future episodes, and if you enjoyed it, would you be willing to share it with someone and write a review on iTunes? That helps more than you know and would be amazing. Thank you so much for listening, for showing up, and until we chat again, go live your one wild life.